0: good evening good morning welcome to the no Mongol podcast a weekly show about all things dimes skateboarding my name is rick Beta. If you're new to the show welcome appreciate you you know making me part of your day i appreciate that i really really do you can follow along on social media at rick Beta. that's r-i-c-k-b-a-t-a or also email the show Podcast at gmail.com so yeah, as I just said, it's it's that you know that time of the year, or oh gosh, or better yet, dime of the year. <laughs> Dad joke, I know, so cheesy. I just had to say it. I wrote it down. I'm all dime of the year question mark? Whatever. I know, no, I know. I couldn't help it. Anyway, so that's right. We had two recent dime events in the last couple of weeks go down, and the videos finally made their way to the interwebs. You know, for peeps like myself to finally check them out. You know. Because I couldn't go to Canada, my passport's expired, and it just you know my wife's out of town. I just I couldn't make it. Okay, anyway, it is a bucket list item for sure. You know I'll go like to a dime challenge one of these years. Probably not next year, maybe the next couple years. You know, in fact, Cabbage, you know, episode one oh two, go back and listen if you haven't yet, or even listen again for that matter. You know, told me that he might be coming for you, Rowan. I don't know, dude. I've seen evidence. I've seen pics. Yeah. Cabbage, you know, you got this, man. You better watch your back, Rowan. That's all I have to say about that. But keeping it on Cabbage for just another quick moment, he will be emceeing the Rage at the Rose event this week. Actually, as of today's Wednesday, he'll be doing that tomorrow. And he advised me to follow it on IG, so I did that. Check. And I know for a fact that he's going to kill it. And I will most likely talk about it next week, because as it pertains to Vert... Skateboarding, yeah, you heard me there, and he's gonna be emceeing it. That's that's a lot of pressure there, Cavage, but you got this, dude, you know, better than I would. You know, it's you gotta name those tricks as they come and not say the incorrect ones, right? So, yeah, I'm just excited to see and hear about some epic vert skateboarding. You know, that's that's all it's about. You know, that's what we're about to go down tomorrow, and you know, I'm gonna be talking about next week anytime I get to see some new vert footage. So, yeah, I'm stoked for that. I had to mention that. So, yeah, be sure to follow along though at rage at the rose. And I had—I actually wrote this down too. I wonder if Cabbage is going to sing along to some Kelly Clarkson or not. That is the question. We'll just see. No way to hear. Literally. So back to the uh, Montreal Dime Glory Challenge of you know 2022. First off, did you see it? And actually, were you there? Were you there? I know some. I have some of you guys out there tuning in from Montreal. I'm pretty sure. And if so, how was it? Was it as insane as the footage that I saw? That's my, that's my question. I mean, did you get to wear you know some of those speed glasses you know for the speed challenge? What did you pick? See, I would suck at that challenge. You know, I, I I've never been a fan of doing anything fast, yet alone like you know trying to do tricks. I mean, I could do primos going real fast, right? We've all done those. Yeah, trying to do a kickflip going fast. Yeah, yeah, primo. But yeah, as far as tricks, nah, I'm good. Put me down for an ollie. I can go fast and try an ollie. Even Nolly's going really fast, for it. it's just, nah, not as high. But they had you know, legendary pros like Mason Silva definitely in the house. You know, you had some riders that had a hidden agenda. You see how Alexis LaCroix, he did what he did to that uh, cameraman? You see how he did him like that? He did it like, I guess it was a power slide. He had his feet kind of going straight. You know, it's not like a hang 10. His feet, you know, his toes were hanging over, but he was in that position. That was fully intentional, right? The way he swung that. What did the camera person do to you, Alexis, dude? That was straight up personal. You know, I'm here. I'm here to talk. If need be, if you got something you get, want to get off your chest. But luckily, no shins were harmed during that. I think the guy just kind of jumped up, like, woo! But I had to rewind that a couple times. Like, wait a minute, that looks a little suspicious. Just spinning the board out like that. But I don't know. Maybe we'll never know. But you want to know who killed it, though? Ryan DeCenzo killed it with a capital K. You know, Canada's very own, of course. You know, no pressure, Ryan, yeah. I'm sure he didn't feel it anyway. But he handled the course like like a true Canadian would, you know, like a boss. But my favorite one was from uh, Felipe Nunez. It was the backside 180 flip. You know, he obviously has to deal with his hands, but going so fast, like so much could go wrong scraping your knuckles you know getting your your fingers caught underneath and even his head too if you think about it but i was like that was gnarly felipe and then much as as expected moments later they brought even more speed right it was higher clearly it wasn't fast enough you know for time standards you know this is it they get higher and faster and it always amazes me though like how well these obstacles you know and ramps are constructed you know it's like so creative so precise that's the thing like they you know tighten them down they got this whole system you know it's so dime glory right but i was thinking like give the human or humans that made all this stuff a raise okay because i know for a fact i can tell you right now you are not paying them enough and they might leave your company i just they might hear this go you know what rick you're right start a union we need more we need more pay Dime Glory, you know, 2023 equals pay them more. Give them dime stock options if you have them. You guys got dime stock options? Dime stock options. It's got a nice ring to it. But, yeah, they need more money. Pay whatever you guys paid them. Pay them more. Give them a raise. Just out of the blue. Yeah, I mean, it's what, you know, coming up on October. Yeah, here you go. End of year. You guys did great. Dime Glory 2022. Next year's going to be even more epic. Just sign them up. You know. Yeah, you guys are welcome. Put my body on the grenade for you guys. Frankie Decker was uh, king of the uh, hippie jumps, you know. Bet uh, Aaron Monty was all over those, you know. He's uh yeah. He actually, he had like two big ones, right? From what I recall, I wrote down he had two. Oh, and I didn't notice this the first time around though. I just wrote down my notes. Sandstorm, right? So right about it was that two minutes, eleven seconds in, the host said, this, "quote This is the fastest the sandstorm has ever been played." And so they were like, poo, 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 poo. "Yeah, it was a little crazy. Like, boo, boo, boo. You know, they got the musical and I didn't notice that the first time around. I was like, damn, they are playing that super fast. So it's like, a, of course, you're having the speed challenge. And it, it kind of hypes your brain up. And you're pushing a little faster. You got more kick in your step. You know, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, but does that song really need to be ramped? I mean, sped up? <clears throat> ah. It's like, not only did they ramp up the ramps, they cranked up the tunes, you know, to much faster speed do they do that to all the songs and do they always do that and am i just catching on now you're like yeah rick well welcome to the party dude i'm so glad you noticed that for all these years i don't know i just happened to catch you know, him, him saying that sandstorm is the fastest they've ever played before and that song's already fast enough you know i don't go to the clubs but i can imagine if that's on you're like you're like sweating you're like i just want to go home when's this song gonna end i'm exhausted but that must have been so fun to be around, just to see it live. You know, just to feel the energy there, you know. It's almost like, it kind of like it was like a rave or like a, a big party, right? You know, my heart rate was increasing, you know, just watching it. Actually, it's increasing just talking about it now, you know. Speeding up Sandstorm at a skate contest. What? Are you loco? Sandstorm's a fast song. But yeah, as I said earlier, Mason Silva was in the house. You know, despite, of course him complaining about his groin he's i'm oh, like groin hurts so bad like that's not fun you know i was like much respect mason you, you were out there doing that stuff on a because i know he did like a what do you do he did a heel flip did a, a i think he did a pop shove it all going fast the messed up groin it's like dude you know groin issues are no laughing matter oh and nice i wrote down nice uh shade selection too that was very they, they it works for me mason it works for me it's very proper and that Felipe Nunez, he did that backside uh, 360 over the gap to the bank. Bonkers. Dude's got no fear, man. Oh, and, and, and Joe Valdez showed up for some, you know, pre-recorded action. You know, get, get those Valdez arms up, you know. Yay. But seeing him actually served as another reminder that I still need to watch. And you probably know where I'm going on with this. The China Banks documentary. I know, I know. I'm lagging just as hard on myself as well. You know, I'm trying, people, I really am. But yeah, note to self, watch the damn China Banks documentary, okay? Just get just get it over with. Okay, Rick. You got this, dude. But that rainbow challenge was way better than I expected. You know, I saw the um the uh the pictures, I guess I should say. When I saw the original images, I just assumed that it was always a big rail. You know, then when they started off with just the lowest rail, I mean, it made total sense, of course, right then. I was like, yeah, of course, duh. You know, they're going to stack up as they go. It's This is the dime street challenge, right? And they had seven different heights, equaling seven different colors of the rainbow. I got it. I put, you know, four and four together to figure that out. But I, I don't know why I just thought it was just seven, you know, levels high. That wouldn't make sense, Rick, right? You got to go start off. But with that being said, though, just the, the one rainbow is, like, tall enough, you know, for me. And especially at that arc, that was steep. It was steep. You know, everyone got up and over with ease, you know, and then they, they quickly brought on, you know, in the double rainbow. You know, ever seemed Everyone seemed to handle that one as well. With You know, even, even the third rainbow, actually. Yeah, so the first, second, and third were fine. People started having issues around the fourth rainbow, though, you know. But, oh, actually, you know what I, I do love? The current cables. He was probably the only one to do with one truck, right? He did that Smith grind. Right? No one else did a Smith grind, right, front or back. But that was must have felt so good to do. He's just kind of go up, then over. Recent real pro Nicole Hawes probably took one of the the worst slams. Like I was, I won't say in her career. Well, yeah, in her pro career, one of the worst slams of the contest. She she had the you know the board kind of run out from under her on the first attempt. But then she proceeded to come back up and over again, only to get pitched to the ground because the board just kind of went, said, Nope, not going to do it. You know, pulling like a a Marty McFly, you know, bouncing her head off the ground. I was like, Oh, damn. Ouch, Nicole. I mean, you good? Are you good? That one hurt me. Good thing she was wearing a beanie helmet, is what I'm saying. You know, she's got that beanie helmet on. She didn't have it. She literally, she didn't have that extra layer. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, her glasses went flying. and probably well, they skidded like to a stop at least eight feet away, right? I was like, "That's no bueno." But yeah, probably her worst slam as a pro. That was brutal. But I did give her the award for best sunglasses, though. You see those things? Yeah, retro. It's like '80s. Who does that remind me of? Like, um, gosh, I was thinking of that show. Oh, dang it! Oh no, it started movie. Buckaroo Bonsai, maybe? I don't know. But I was just like, I dig them. I dig them. I like Mason's, but I like Nicole's better. I probably couldn't rock them because I got a big head and it would make them look really tiny. You know what I mean? I can't do that. But I gave her the the award for best sunglasses. So congrats, Nicole. Best, best award for best sunglasses, I should say. But however, you know, like most people would have thrown in the towel after that bail. And by most, I mean me, of course. I'm talking about me. She would have called it a day after those two slams. Hell no. Hell no. I'm not doing that again. But not Nicole. I mean, she conquered that beast like a like the pro she is, capital P R O. But as I said, speaking of pro, her pro model is available now, eight point two five and eight point five. Go get it. Do I wish they had an eight, an eight or an eight point one? Yeah, I do. But you know what am I gonna do? I'll cop one of them eventually. But yeah, get them. That wasn't an ad either. And shortly after that, they decided to bring in rail number five. Woo-hoo-hoo. But they only showed Roman uh, Pabich go up and over. That was it. (laughs) I was like, was everyone else scared? Everyone else wanted more of a challenge? Did they all bail? I mean, Nicole, did did you get up and over that one? Or did you sit this one out? You know, you're like, I mean, well understood. If you did, you know, you did. I mean, that makes sense. But no other takers for level five? Was anyone there? Did Did we miss it? They just not put it in the mix? But level six is when things started to get really scary, okay? Because there was the possibility of getting, you know, folded over that, that beast of a, of a rail. No wonder people sat out for five, you know? And probably a lot of six, you know? It was gnarly, gnarly AF. But not in Pedro Delfino's eyes, of course, of course. you know? You see how easy he made that look? Just the sound of the grind up and over. It was, so, it was just, yeah, it was beautiful. And l- look at his head, though. Look at his head when he's at the peak of that rail. That is so far off the ground. That's way, what, 12, 12 to 15 feet? It's crazy. And level seven, they only had about five riders conquer it, at least from what we saw in the video, you know? But not sure if there were you know more attempts at the actual event. But to no surprise at all, as I mentioned earlier, All riders had both trucks on the rail for this level as well. You know, it's way too insane to try anything other than 50-50, right? Not even switch, right? We didn't see, I don't think we saw anyone do a switch uh, 50-50 over that. It's just, it's too awkward to try, like, and and lock in a Smith or even a 5.0 to get up and over. You know, no blunt slides, no nose slides, tail slides, none of that. That would be hard to do. Way too hard. But yeah, the rail challenge was insane. The Rainbow Rail, way better than I expected. And then they had the uh, Bump to Bar Challenge. I'm literally looking at my palms right now, which went from, like, it went from cute little launches here. Oh, they're so cute, to gnarly, like, real fast. I mean, level three is when things started to, like, have much more of an impact on the landing. Started to see boards start to break. You know, and did you see how long they floated for on those tricks, too? Like, it just, you could count. One, one thousand, two one thousand. You know, just the impact was... That would be way too harsh on my knees. Way too harsh. Just even on that. So level three. And then they they stepped it up to the fourth dimension. My palm started to sweat. And it's still sweating right now. I was thinking about it. I just started to get uneasy. How do skaters pull off stuff like that? Level four. That is that's way too high. It, it shouldn't even be. For I'm talking for a launch ramp. It just doesn't make sense. But, you know, Chandler Burton handled it like a boss. Nolly back 180 it was beautiful. Must have been so f- fun to float over. You got that nollie in about, like, 90 degrees. You're looking down. You see the rail going underneath you. You're like, yeah, I got this. This guy keeps spinning. Keeps spinning and landing. Ryan Desenso followed up with a frontside kickflip. Yeah. <laughs> and notice how long he rolls up that ramp. You hear it? He's rolling, rolling, rolling. Seems like like almost forever, you know. I mean, it is. It's basically a seven foot launch ramp, right? Yeah, this it's about seven feet. The highest I ever launched from was four feet, and that felt like eternity to me. I could still feel the wind blowing in my air, in my hair. Nuts, nuts, nuts. Seven foot launch ramp. But I just about lost it when Ryan did that frontside side 360. I was like, dude, what the hell were you thinking? What the hell were you thinking, Ryan? Why you got to do us like that? You just wanted to show off. You were in a hometown, you know, home crowd. Frontside side 360 on a seven foot launch ramp. But Chima Ferguson was like, hold my beer. hold my motion. I've got it backside. So insane, dude. Chima did it like, what was it, three or four tries? Probably no, four or five tries. Look at Ryan did about one. It's like, what? <laughs> whatever, dude. You and see, and see, one thing I don't get is how these skaters overcome the fact that you can't really see anything when you're you, you can't spot your landing, you know. All you see is the white ramp, probably the blue sky. Well, actually, it was, yeah, it was bluish sky, gray sky, you know, in the clouds or whatever. But I bet they don't even notice like the bar at the top because they're just so in the zone you know would you be able to ollie just ollie over that ollie over that bump the bar i know i couldn't let I me mean, just think about it just try oh seriously, push push oh you're not push but you'll drop in roll up you're gonna ollie just ollie just picture. i'm gonna close my eyes now and picture me doing it yeah no no Mm-mm. nope i'm good i'm good that was ridiculous, though, Ryan Achima. Back and front 360s, you know? You might be hearing from my lawyer, actually, now I think about it. <laughs> Next up, they had, I'm already laughing. Next up, they had the art show challenge, okay? And I thought it was hilarious, you know? Especially when they queued up Felipe's, you know? I mean, like, I would be like, really, team? This is the best you can come up with? A freaking circle. You know, I have arms, right? Two of them, actually, and a head. You give me a, a a circle. That was just lazy. They all must have been tired at the point of, of the, the the crafting and building process. Like, oh gosh, we got, forgot Felipe. What are we gonna do for him? Ah, just give Felipe a circle. Just have legs. he will just barrel roof like barrel roll through it. You know, the crowd will love it. They won't even notice. Next art piece, please. Circle done. Felipe check. Let's seriously just think about that here? Here we go. Everyone have these elaborate things like a cat. See, this is probably the only part in the contest that I could actually participate in, you know? Put me down for an Air Jordan silhouette or something, you know? Hell, even put me down for a Mongo pusher. Yeah, I could crash through a Mongo pusher. Maybe. But I know that would still kind of be a little scary at first, you know? Because that's a pretty steep ramp, too. It shoots you up. you got to have the proper balance on that bad boy. But it probably would be totally fun to crash as well. <laughs> but yeah, circle. And they ended the the contest with the volcano challenge. Like, well, actually, or so, I like to call it the Grant Taylor challenge because he slayed it. You know, he pretty much dominated that whole thing. You know, and notice how quiet it got after they you know added that final level. They're Like, dude, what was that about? It was like two feet wide or something. You know, even Gary Rogers couldn't keep everyone from holding their breath. It was just quiet. And I paused it at 1555. Just took it all in. Just look how high that quarter pipe is. And how narrow it is at the top. You know? I'd be lucky to probably you could you could put me down for a backside kick turn. Probably up near the lava part. Yeah. Put me down for that. Front side or backside? I could probably get up there, you know? Maybe pop a little ollie or something. Maybe a little ollie faky, maybe. And full pads, though, probably. Yeah, I have two full pads, you know. I wouldn't be setting off any volcanoes like GT did, though. Well done, sir. Well done. Well done to everyone involved, actually, you know? Even the announcers are battling. Like, they're losing their voice. I can't remember which one he was like. They were just trying to hype up the crowd. And, like, they could barely talk. What are you doing? I don't know. Turn it up. Sandstorm. Someone get these guys, like, a Hall's Throat Drops sponsor, like, stat, you know? I'll take one too, you know, for the winter time. And their future vocal cords are depending on it. Does anyone know anyone at Halls? Get them. These guys are battling it. Go, guys. Sad storm. But that was a fun contest. Always, always, never disappoints. Much like the uh, Dime Street Challenge, you know, that we got to see a few days later, a few days after. In all of its four minutes and 31 seconds of glory, that is. That's all we needed actually to think about it. More than that, and people would have had, or maybe just speaking for myself, people would have had panic attacks, you know? We don't need that. Don't need that. It was the perfect length, though, I have to admit, you know I mean right from the open, you know, the establishing shot, I knew that it was something that that I couldn't participate in. I was like, no, you're talking hill bombs, rails, rain equals no thank you yeah no 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 thank you you got i'll just sit back and watch didn't check off any of the items on my list on my must-have list nope and i can already hear my wheels spinning out and my head bouncing off the you know cement or the pavement it just it looks it just looks so hardcore and i must have stared at it for like 30 seconds you know but yeah that opening image was just so hardcore i must have stared at that for at least 30 seconds just taking it all in It was like damn and it was raining so hard, they had to, you know, get a push, you know, have a push broom nearby. That's how gnarly this was. Like that, like that was going to help though, because they were basically pushing the water downhill. <laughs> you know, if anything, they should have been pushing the water behind them, behind them. That would have helped us a little bit. I mean, it, it was raining at the time too, but behind them, I tell you, that's proper. You're just adding, you're adding to the problem. But Rowan, Zorilla, you know, he got things started off with a, cave, a caveman of all tricks, right? caveman that's what i wrote down on my notes with the exclamation point caveman in the rain i mean of course it was proper it was a proper way to start off the contest i was all for it hell yeah that's how you do it but it wasn't too long after that he was locked into what it looked what we all saw it looked like a shopping bag or a poncho attached to his back truck did you see that i was like what what are you doing but at first I see him like, no, someone, there's a bag that blew onto his truck. Stop him. Stop him. But I think that was intentional. It's like, you tell him. I'm not, he's in the zone, man. Don't tell him there's a bag on his truck. He'll notice it eventually. Or maybe he even notice it, right? He maybe he was just so in the zone. He didn't notice a freaking poncho on his back wheels, back truck. But Adam's, you know, spinning out. But at that time, I was, you know, imagining like one of those moments that they use in the movies where they pause it right before the disaster happens. You're like, Hi. I'm rowing, and I bet you're wondering how I ended up here. You know that because it looked disastrous. He handled it well. He handled like a pro. Can you skate like that with a bag on your trucks in the rain? Probably not. I just want to know what the hell he's doing. If that was intentional, like, well, what were you? What, were, what do we call that? Cabbage? You're talking about naming tricks for a vert console What do you call that? The bag slide. Bag revert. I don't know, anyway, I'm moving on. Pedro Delfino was in the house doing what he always does. He makes it look so effortless and easy, right? He always does. He always does. Frankie Decker, though. He got my blood pressure rising. Yeah. Fakey flip to switchill bomb. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, dude. Whatever. In the rain. And Alexis. Yeah. He wasn't doing any... uh. uh of uh, slide outs to kill a um, cameraman on this one. You know, he, he did the soap shoe, though, 56 seconds. Very nice. I mean, even the filmer knew he was going to get the make on that one. He's like, you just heard, yep. He knew it. I think I even said yep at that point, too. I was like, yep, we knew it, man. But it was right around that time they decided to add in another rail. You know, just for good measure, right? It's dime. This is what they do. And it added about eight. Yeah, about eight feet or so at least. But either way, I was thinking that thing was long and fast and it's starting to get slippery. That rain is not stopping. But Pedro, you know, he did Pedro, did like he always does, like butter. But he made it all the way down the hill. Dodged a pedestrian. Barely missed getting hit by a car. Only to get snipered. Like moments later. Like whoosh. You see how fast he went down? That was cold blooded. I mean, it look it like he could have just broken his collarbone. Like, boom, he just went down. He didn't see too much of him afterwards. Is he okay? You good, Pedro? I mean, you see how slippery it was, right? One minute, 57 seconds. It looked like a, a mega slip and slide. You know, my kids would love to like, go there in June when it's hot, just get the water, put the, the hose down, get that road wet, get some dish soap, you know, kind of make it faster. They'd be flying down that hill. Wee, daddy, look at me, look at how fast we're going. Wee. Now I know where to take my kids for you know the fall. We need to get our slip and slide fix on. We're gonna. All right, kids, we're going to Montreal. Going to Canada. Now, those guys are slipping around. They're trying to you know stand on their feet and just slipping right out of them. underneath from from slipping out from right underneath them. Nope. <clears throat> kevin shealy went all musk on us you know hippie jump to hill bomb with a backpack on yeah yeah okay i noticed that don't think i didn't notice that backpack actually I did two things two tricks with the backpack on what was the other one i didn't write it down i think um 5050 50 kick flip i don't know can't remember you know I'd leave it up to chandler burton to uh as he always does kick things up a notch he did a back 180 flip at 303 yeah come on chandler I don't I, I don't know if that was a good good thing to do. And he rolled down switch like he like it was nothing. See I was see how locked in he was for that. You could you I could actually they could use his silhouette for the art challenge next time. It was that perfect? His arms didn't budge. They just didn't not even a millimeter didn't move. But it would have been certainly better than you know Felipe's circle. Anyway, just saying. And moments later, you know, Rowan pulled off what I will call, like, the most entertaining slash exciting board slide of all time. There will never be one more exciting than that one, ever. And I'm talking about just a board slide, right? Basic trick. We all learn them. We've all done them. A board slide. <laughs> you don't believe me? Go see for yourself. Three minutes, 38 seconds. That was so epic elements you know the terrain the speed the air that you know because he he got he got pitched out what about two or three feet and most importantly the landing most of us would have like spun out landed on our back kind of scorpioned, you know sliding down the the hill everyone would be like yeah but the crowd went bananas after that one C- crazy absolute insanity i mean rightfully so you know and that would like i mentioned earlier it must have been so fun to be there to see that all go down even in the rain you know just give me an umbrella i don't care a warm place to pee you know and we're all good you know i didn't what i didn't expect from this uh dime you know street challenge oh i didn't expect to almost cry watching this though yeah i mean for real i'm being real right now i almost cried because Rowan got his well-deserved Rudy moment right after that board slide. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch the movie Rudy or just look at the trailer. They were like Rowan, Rowan, Rowan. You know he's being carried around on everyone's shoulder. I think Elijah Burrow had him up, and all this moment, like you know, basically like cue up the cheesy 80 movie soundtrack, or you know, when you roll the credits, you know, and you start the video going. You know, I bet actually, I bet the one from from Teen Wolf would go perfect here everyone would be all crying oh gosh man why am i crying that's such a great moment <laughs> rowan got his rudy moment rowan 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 but that would be a perfect match that's that all i think about it He'd be like speech speech he'd be like dude it's just a board slide carry on with your life but it was it was such a disney mo uh, like disney movie moment right there <laughs> Oh, great stuff, Dime. Great stuff, Dime. I'm going to include the links to both the videos below. Check it out if you haven't done so yet. I know you're not a Dime hater. Everyone loves Dime. Who hates Dime? Yeah, no one raised their hand. Exactly. But yeah, be sure to check out DimeMTL.com. Pick up some gear, some stuff. T-shirts are $41 USD. Hoodies, 105 USD. <clears throat> cough, cough. I wear size XL for anyone wanting to gift one to me. <clears throat> no pressure. Dime Classic pants will cost you about $131. I don't know the size on those. I'm like a 36 waist. I don't know what that means. Am I an extra large? I didn't look it up on that one. So, And those, uh, of course, the Dime Classic socks, looks pre- they look pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. $15 USD. I'm actually looking at them right now. I, I have to admit... I've been rocking the all-I-need socks for a while now. So eventually I'm going to get some dime ones. But, yeah, I got the black and yellows. Still comfy. Still soft. I have, like, six pair of these bad boys. So shout-out to Anthony Shetler episode, what was he, 104. Go back and listen as well. But, yeah, but I'm rocking them. Not dime yet. But, yeah, hoodies. I've been keeping an eye on the hoodies, you know. T-shirts, $41. No, that's not too bad. Do you have any of the pants? Let me know if the pants are worth it. I don't really need jeans right now. But, you know, if, if you highly recommend them, maybe i check them out. So. But basically, how, have I given you enough to shop for yet? You know, Dime hats are sold out, man. I looked. I know. Calm down. I'm just trying to help you out here. But, yeah, if you want to buy me a hoodie, I would not decline that offer. I'll just leave it out that. So. But either way, though, I appreciate you tuning in this week. This was a Dime-filled episode. Well, Well deserved. Dime just killed it the last couple weeks. Killed it. But I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk next week. See ya.